are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by Stephen Halmerick, our Chief Economist. Stephen, nice to have you on. Thanks, Belinda. Very good to be back with you again. Now, we're going to be hearing a lot from you the next couple of days. So we're recording this uh, on Monday, the 8th of May. We're going to be talking about the Household Spending Intentions Index for April, but we'll also chat again tomorrow night with the release of the Federal Budget uh, for 2023-24, Stephen. Yes, uh, certainly a lot going on at the moment. Uh, I know you had Gareth on about the Reserve yes. Bank last week and we've got HSI uh, today and then, yes, the, the, the big budget uh, late on Tuesday night. So, yeah, looking forward to um, you know, helping our clients navigate through all the details. Yeah, certainly a lot of information and and things to process at the moment. The RBA lifting the cash rate by 25 basis points to 3.85% last week. They also released their updated economic forecasts as well through their statement on monetary policy. Most notably, they did uh, downgrade their GDP forecasts uh, for this year as well as make some changes to near-term inflation as well as wages growth and unemployment. And that really, I think, ties in with what we're starting to see now in terms of the Household Spending Intentions series. Uh, We're releasing the data for April on Tuesday the 9th of May, Uh, so just about 12 hours before the budget. But what we did see in April in terms of the Household Spending Intentions Index, was a fall of 4.3% for the month. And that annual pace of growth, Stephen, is now really starting to, to fall. Yes, that's right, Belinda. So, as you say, down 4.3% on the month in original terms in, in April. Uh, but I think that focus on the annual rate is the right way to think about it. So, the annual rate of growth edged down to 3.7% in April. That was down from 3.9% in March. And the peak of the recovery was 15.2% back mm-hmm. in August last year. So really since August last year to, to April this year, you know, quite a meaningful slowdown in the annual rate of change. And, of course, that corresponds with the effect of the Reserve Bank's monetary policy tightening, which, which started in May last year and continued to May this year. And as those higher interest rates uh, impacted consumers, and particularly those with mortgages as well as those with rent, we can see the annual pace of the Household Spending Intentions Index really uh, declining quite significantly. Now, April was a bit of a funny month because we obviously had uh, Easter. We also had the Anzac public holiday as well. So we know we knew April was going to be seasonally weak just because there were less trading days uh, with more public holidays, particularly Anzac Day and Good Friday where uh, there are a lot of restrictions on trading. So we knew it was going to be weak. But once we adjust for all of that, so when we seasonally adjusted the data, the HSI index was also slightly down uh, in seasonally adjusted terms as well. So it is suggesting that we are starting to see that pace of consumer spending continue to slow. And the other really important thing to remember as well is when we take into account uh, inflation at the moment, 
so inflation running at you know around that that seven percent level, uh, it does certainly suggest that real spending uh, is tracking backwards at the moment. So the volume of spending is starting to fall. Yes, that's right. So as you say, it's a you know, a shorter month in April, so not surprising that there's some weakness in the index and across many of the subcomponents. Uh, and after inflation, that 3.7 percent uh, annual rate, you know, with inflation running at seven percent. Uh, is yeah, beginning to look uh, quite weak. Now, one of uh, the largest falls we saw in the month was the home buying spending intentions category. Uh, that was down 13.9% in April. Yes, that's right. So uh, really driven by a, a slower pace of home loan applications as well as online searches for the month. Uh, but I do think you know, having that uh, Good Friday, Easter Monday and Anzac Day essentially extra long weekend uh, really would have had an impact on people's uh, you know, applications or online uh, looking at for home buying related uh, activity. So some softness there, but that did come after increases in both February and March in home buying. Um, so that does correspond with the other information we're getting, which is that you know house prices have stopped falling and started started rising. So um, we're now expecting house prices to be up. Well, I should say dwelling prices to be up 3% this year and up 5% next year. Uh, so some seasonality in, in the number in April uh, as, uh, as the home price uh, uh, data begins to turn. It is uh, certainly turning, particularly in our home state of uh, Sydney, Stephen. And interestingly, that home buying category, when we do look at the annual change, it is now just down by 12.1% over the year and it did peak at falls of... Uh, more than minus 20% at one point. So there does look like there is some settling down in that category. One category that has been uh, quite weak has been health and fitness. So that fell 13.7% in the month and it is actually down 2.4% over the past year. Yes, that's right. So the health and fitness category is certainly seeing some softness in the month of April. And, and in the in the year to April, there was declines in things like you know, bike shops, which have been really strong through COVID. So we're seeing some offset there. But there are also some medical services like op- optometrists and orthopedic services were down a uh, year to April as well. So definitely some softness in that category in recent months. And transport were down was down as well, so down 10.5% for the month of April. It, it was up very strongly in March, though, so once again, some seasonal patterns starting to come through. But in annual terms, transport spending is up 26.5% over the year, and I think that's definitely reflecting uh, the move to get back into the office. Yes, that's right. So the, the fall in April, as you say, down 10.5%, uh, didn't actually quite offset the 19% rise in March. And if we look at the year to April, big increases in public sector transport, mm. uh, so rail and buses and uh, ferries, and also uh, service stations, so that's petrol, taxis, parking stations, tolls, car washes, all are uh, year to April. So some really uh, you know, continued recovery, if you like, from that COVID softness, uh, people getting back out and about uh, using public transport as well as uh, their cars. Now, another category that we do see quite a seasonal pattern to with those public holidays was household services. Uh, that includes things like childcare, beauty and barbershops, uh, items like that. Spending was down 7.4% for the month in April. Yes, uh, but that 7.4% decline followed a, a 9.3% rise in March. So, again, impacted by the public holidays. If we look at the, the year to uh, April, 
it's up 3.9%. So that's a deceleration from 5.9% in March and certainly well below the, the rate of inflation. We have seen in the year to April increases in uh, childcare spending as well as things like uh, barbershops. Uh, but that's been offset by uh, uh, spending on things like swimming pools, landscaping, roofing, stonework, architects and carpentry. So all that spending kind of around the home mm. that was stronger during COVID uh, is certainly a bit softer year to April. And we've got quite a few categories that fell between 1% and 2% over April. So education was down 2%, travel was down 1.5%, retail down 1%. But one category that has really striked me as being quite weak has been entertainment. So that was down 1.3% for the month and it's now down 9% for the year. And when I think about that entertainment category, it is really picking up that discretionary consumer spending. So that category looks like it is being impacted by higher interest rates. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, the 1.3% fall in April, but I, I think really um, more importantly, you know, year to mm. April, it's now down 9%. Um, so we've seen, you know, there's been some increases in things like restaurants and fast food outlets and people going to the movies, uh, but that's been offset by reductions in spending that, again, was quite strong during COVID. So boat dealers and motorhome dealers down. Uh, live theatre was down year to April and things like music stores and bookstores and antique stores. So definitely some, some move to you know, spending a little bit less money on that uh, on those discretionary items. Yeah, particularly goods. Now, we did see two categories lift for the month of April. They were utilities up by 0.2% and motor vehicles. Very strong again, uh, although it can be a little bit volatile, but motor vehicle spending intentions were up by 5.3% in April. Yeah, that's right. So motor vehicle spending attention is actually increasing quite strongly in recent months. So they're, they're now up 39.4% uh, on the year. So I think this is the impact of you know, really global supply chains coming back online, people being able to receive cars that might, may have bought quite some time ago. Uh, so imports of motor vehicles are coming in quite strongly. And uh, one interesting factor is that uh, electric vehicle sales mm. accounted for 8% of all sales in April. And that's up from 1.1% in April last year. So over the, the course of one year, uh, the, the, you know, the market share for EVs has increased quite significantly. And um, I suspect we're going to see more of that uh, in the months and years ahead. I think we will. We're certainly seeing the transitioning consumer spending come through in a number of different ways, certainly from the impact of higher interest rates, that switch from goods to services spending, but as you said, on also uh, the switch to electric vehicles as well. Stephen, I'll talk to you on Tuesday night after the budget. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Linda. I look forward to that. So you can read Stephen Halmerick. A report on the household spending intention series uh, for April 2023, which was published on the 9th of May uh, on compankresearch.com.au. And the data used in the Commonwealth Bank household spending intention series is a combination of CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank. As the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy.